0: It's time for Living Your Purpose, a motivational and inspirational podcast with Peter and Joyce Nielsen.
1: Welcome to Living Your Purpose podcast. I'm Peter Nielsen. I'm here with my lovely wife, Joyce Nielsen. How are you doing today, sweetheart?
0: Mm -hmm. Well, I woke up, so that's a start.
1: It's a good start. (laughs) I'm here today and I'm doing
0: great.
1: If if you get an opportunity to have another 86,400 seconds, which equates to 24 hours, you are blessed And we just welcome each and every one of you getting such wonderful feedback from all over the country, whether you're tuning in from the West Coast, the East Coast, Canada, whether you're listening to us on Spotify, iTunes, uh, SoundCloud, social media, uh, blog, talk, radio. uh, We just are happy that you're with us. And today, um, you know, I just been hearing so much, I get so many emails at Peter at PeterNielsen.com or PeterNielsen.com website and people reach out. And it seems like we're in kind of an epidemic of mental health issues. Would you agree, honey?
0: Yeah, you hear it in the news every day. People struggling with all different types of mental health disorders.
1: You know and A lot of times you don't even realize certain people have it. And we've lost so many wonderful uh, comedians and uh, movie stars, uh, just people that were filled with love and light, but yet they were, they were facing and fighting their own demons. I mean, it's an estimated that 26% of Americans age 18 and older. There's about one in four adults in this, in this country that are suffering from some diagnosable mental disorder in any given year. And that is just crazy to me. Um, I feel blessed every day that I get up. But a lot of people are dealing with real stuff. And mental health is so important. So I do want to uh, delve into this today. And really, a lot of it has to do with um, your brain, your neurotransmitters, serotonin, uh, dopamine, dopamine. Um your endorphins. Um, and it has a lot to do with what you eat um, and what you do.
0: Can now, Peter, can you explain to everyone that those of us that don't know more in depth, like what is serotonin? Yeah,
1: great question. And
0: you know, is it correlated with what you eat? like how how do you boost it?
1: Great question. you know, I have been saying this for about three decades is that you are what you eat. And food will either affect you negatively or positively within a 24-hour period of time. It could either make you feel like a, di- a dynamo or it can make you feel like someone unplugged your battery and just make you feel very lethargic, um, almost depressive. And it has, you know, with me, with my education, it's just, it's simple science that your blood sugar levels control a lot of your neurotransmitters and how you feel if you eat certain foods that are going to give you energy or certain things that are going to act as a depressant like alcohol or or just getting dehydrated it's important so let's take serotonin for example serotonin is that feel good feeling kind of mellow feeling peaceful neurotransmitter and what it does is it does affect your mental state in your brain. It's very, very important. So it's important to have a balance of that. A lot of people get medicated before they even try, say, a holistic approach, you know, say um, a nutritional approach. And I just want to go over a few different natural things you could do immediately today, tomorrow, if you're dealing with with mental health issues, it's real, uh, it's a it's a disease, it's a condition. If you have a loved one that's fighting something, I want you to listen up. Salmon is something that you should put in your um, refrigerator, you should put in the staples of what you're eating. Um, this is an oily fish that has a sauce of omega three essential fatty acids, which are important for mental health. And another one is poultry, a uh, chicken, a uh, turkey, uh, even goose um, has ways that it can boost your serotonin levels. Eggs. I'm not a big fan of egg yolks because of in one egg, there's 300 milligrams of cholesterol. The American Heart Association says that's all you should have in one day. and That's in one single egg. Egg whites. It's got three grams of protein, zero cholesterol, zero fat. But let me talk about why eggs are good um, for increasing your feel-good serotonin levels, which is the neurotransmitters. Eggs, in some ways, whether it's cooking and preparing eggs, are more um, healthful than others. So they're talking about the fat and the lecithin that's in the yolk. Um, spinach is another thing, Um, certain seeds, um, certain low-fat dairy products, soy products, nuts, because of the poly and unsaturated and monounsaturated fats. Another thing that you need to remember, I was just talking about um, turkey and poultry, the reason why it increases Your levels of serotonin is because of the amino acid called um, L-tryptophan, and it's important for the production of serotonin in the body. It is also key to the brain function and has a role in healthy sleep. So for people that are depressed, anxiety-ridden, having a hard time sleeping, it's a major sign that your serotonin levels are low or are not working properly. Um, People cannot make L-tryptophan in your body, so you must obtain it from what you're eating in your diet. And fortunately, L-tryptophan can be found in foods, whereas serotonin cannot. So again, just to break that down, L-tryptophan, which is an amino acid, helps... The body produce more serotonin, so eating a healthful, balanced diet is essential in supporting mental health as well as physical health. Include sources of L-tryptophan in your diet can help positively with not only your moods but your energy level, your sleep, um, and just your overall well-being. And The thing that you need to understand is, like I mentioned a moment ago, is that L-tryptophan, which basically helps make serotonin, is commonly found in foods containing protein. Your turkey, your chicken, uh, even some of your beef products. Although meat is often a key source of protein, for many people, they're not getting enough, especially if they're vegan. And they really need to um, get enough um, tryptophan. And salmon, like I mentioned, is so important. Um, salmon also has a source of vitamin D, which is essential for strong bones and teeth. Eating two portion sizes of, say, an oily salmon-y fish uh, per week should provide enough tryptophan for most people. Vegans and vegetarians should have omega-3 coming from, say, pumpkin seeds, walnut, walnuts, um, or soy. Um, so, there's so much when it comes to food and mental health. And poultry, which includes, like I mentioned, chicken and turkey and goose, um, is a great way to get high-protein, low-fat. The whiter the meat in the breast the more protein, less, less fat. Spinach is another great thing if you're a vegan and you're looking to get a source of L-tryptophan. Um, spinach is also a good source of iron. Iron helps the body make healthy red blood cells. I always say, you know, um, clean inside, green inside, Um You know, spinach being green, green inside, clean inside, it actually helps clean your red blood cells naturally. A lack of iron in the diet can lead to anemia, um, which is low energy, difficulty breathing uh, and focusing or having good concentration. Another thing, and again, man, there's so many foods here, honey, but seeds are great. Um, seeds do not contain as much L-tryptophan as Oily fish does, but it's a great sauce of L-tryptophan and protein for vegans. And some ways to eat more seeds is sprinkle seeds onto your salad, mix nuts and seeds for a snack, choose seeded bread, add seeds to your cereal. Um, these are all great ways to stay healthy. And lastly, drink plenty of fluids during the days to keep the body and the brain hydrated. If you're dehydrated, um, w- when it comes to your brain, you're not going to function uh, properly. You're not going to be producing uh, serotonin whatsoever. So drink half your ideal body weight in ounces of water each and every day. And having a healthy gut is vital for the production believe it or not of serotonin the following really is something that you need to think about include prebiotic foods probiotic rich foods limit foods that are negative to your gut in the, in the sense of bad bacteria such as artificial sweeteners trans fats processed and refined sugars um, this is real, people. I mean, seasonal, you know, affective disorder called SAD um, affects people, especially during the winter months. We've had in the Midwest. I mean, we're in April. We've had snow just days ago. It's crazy. It stays gray in the Midwest <laughs> from October to the beginning or mid of April. And sunshine can help trigger the production of serotonin. So getting some sunlight every day, even in the winter months, is so very important. I'll talk about light later. um, And it's really important. And then there's that other um, neurotransmitter.
0: Dopamine. (laughs) Yeah. And,
1: And dopamine, you know, for people that know me, like my wife does, I like to be up. I, you know, everything that I do, I just, I love the up energy. So serotonin gets you more mellow. It's it's great to have enough serotonin um, with the foods or L-tryptophan as a supplement um, that will help increase levels of um, serotonin. But dopamine, to me, um, is something that I love. And dopamine is a neurotransmitter that's responsible for um, transmitting the signal between your nerve cells in your brain. And this particular chemical directly, I mean, spot on affects the reward and pleasure centers of the brain. Yippee! <laughs> and by the way, I think I just was born with a little extra dopamine, and I may drive some people crazy because of it, but I love it. While high dopamine levels can boost one's moods, low dopamine levels can lead to depressive symptoms. Dopamine also plays a very active role during drug abuse and addiction. Um, I mean, we've talked about, you know, natural ways that serotonin works, but here are some ways that dopamine food can boost your mood naturally. So we talked, babe, about foods with serotonin, and now there's some foods that really can increase dopamine. And in addition to that pleasurable activity, um, of feeling good, um, and it's also great, especially if a person has an addiction, um, you know, it's just dopamine boosts your level of energy. And um, you need to understand that many people look at dopamine is almost like, you know, a cup of coffee, or uh, there's one study that talks about, you know, you have a high level of dopamine, you feel like, you know, you're on an upper or something. Um, But what we need to understand is, especially people who are struggling with mental illness, dopamine boosting drugs have both a physical and emotional impact, starting with the reward center of the brain and ending with improved moods. But in my opinion, before you get into prescription pharmaceutical drugs, I want to just kind of talk about ways that, you know, eating foods that can help produce naturally uh, dopamine and improve your mood and also stick with your recovery. You know, according to research, dopamine-boosting foods are usually high in protein and L-trizone and also is commonly found in, in the abundance of protein. So when you think about things that are going to have... Um, and uplifting, dopamine, um, positive, increasing ability. Apples, um, they help release dopamine. Avocados, uh, beets, believe it or not, dark chocolate, coffee, um, eggs, uh, fruits and vegetables, particularly bananas, green leafy vegetables, green tea, um, lima beans, Nuts and seeds, like almonds, walnuts, flax seeds, even oatmeal, omega-3 essential fatty acids found in mackerel, salmon, olive oil, and then you got your herb, oregano, that helps increase levels naturally of dopamine. Peanuts, raw sauerkraut, the herb rosemary, which is also an anti-inflammatory properties, Sesame seed, pumpkin seeds, turmeric, unprocessed or lean meats like beef, chicken or turkey. And then you have watermelon, a wheat germ and some healthy uh, low sugar yogurts. So, I mean, all these foods that are, you know, rich in fruits and vegetables can naturally boost dopamine levels, Um, specifically, like I mentioned. Apples, bananas, orange, watermelon, strawberries, avocados, tomatoes. I mean, the list goes on. So you need to know food will affect you 60 to 70 percent on how you look, how you feel. And it is critical for mental health.
0: Well, honey, you know, we talk so much and those are all good, good points. Food is like our medicine and what we eat. But how about, how does exercise tie into all
1: of that? Well, I think, (laughs) and with all due respect, I think one of the reasons why I'm super high on dopamine is that I've been training and working out and bicycling and weight training as a professional athlete since I've been 15 years old. So I'm naturally producing something called, you know, your endorphins. And people may say, what is that $10 word? And a lot of you probably have heard it, but do you know what it is? And what I like to just do is kind of delve into, again, we're dealing with, if you're just tuning in, we're dealing with mental health issues. It's real. I mean, as I mentioned in the in the beginning, uh, 20, 26% of Americans age, 18 or older, have some kind of mental... Um, Health issue. That's about one in four adults that suffers from a diagnosable mental disorder in any given year. When you think about that, I mean, that's just crazy when you're thinking about that. And when you exercise your activities, you actually are producing a substance in the body that can relieve pain and give a feeling of well-being. It's euphoric. And endorphins are actually um, a pepsotide. It's called pepsotides. And it's small proteins. And it's very important because you need to understand they bind with these receptors in the central nervous system. So an endorphin is a type of a neurotransmitter. And what you may say, you know, what triggers the release of it? And you just mentioned it exercise is the best medicine for mental health. Hands down, drop mic. I mean, you if you have mental health issues, you need to start walking, riding your bike, jumping rope, walking in place, lifting, um, strength training, uh, doing some isometric movements, sit-ups, push-ups, resistance training. Because Cardio, moderate exercise, and weight training can all signal your brain, you got it, to release endorphins. Though the rate differs from person to person, if you're exercising purely for the happiness rush, (laughs) you'll need to do, you know, a a kind of a, a happiness checklist throughout your average workout to see how much exercise is required, meaning... If you basically exercise for 20 minutes, you may not get as, as a much of an endorphin effect as if you're vigorously exercising for 45 minutes. So when I'm on a bicycle or on a stepper or, or you and I are doing somewhat heavy squats, we're releasing natural growth hormones in our body. And then it's basically shooting all these neurotransmitters off, your dopamine, you know, your endorphins, your serotonin. And it's almost like you're tuning up these neurotransmitters that are your electrical current to make your brain function more properly. It's that simple, folks. So, I I mean, again, I know people, I know family members that have mental health issues it's real. It's real. And it happens to the best of us. But if you cross your T's, you dot your I's at the breakfast, lunch, and dinner table, you stay active and you take care of the one model year, your body, and you truly exercise and you release more natural, God-given, you know, neurotransmitters like, you know, endorphins and stuff, you're going to feel great. You're going to need a license to walk outside, you know, but there's a lot of other things that you could do, you know, when it comes to um, your mental health.
0: Is light good for your mental health?
1: You know, I did one of my TV shows, babe, I did a whole thing on sleep. And we we actually, um, Detroit Medical Center, had this facility and it's a sleep facility. People actually go, they get wired up, they have to sleep there for a whole night and you can basically see how your neurotransmitters are are working, but light is excellent for mental health and decades of studies have shown that natural light has a powerful and often positive effect not only on mental health, but also on physical health and general well-being and light definitely or lack of it affects depression lack of light can throw off your whole sleep rhythm and this can cause your brain to produce too much of the sleep hormone melatonin and to release less serotonin the feel-good brain chemical that affects your mood so you may ask you know what type of light helps depression? I mean, my wife, Joyce, she loves light. And she really, really doesn't like the grayness of the winter. It and makes it, me
0: lethargic. I yeah, feel like it, it really does. I just want to hibernate like a bear until... Yeah. The sun comes around,
1: so... She may want to hibernate...
0: Lots of vitamin D. (laughs) Right. She may
1: want to hibernate like a bear, but she's the most gorgeous bear I've ever seen because... (laughs) You know, but I could see it in your eyes sometimes Mm -hmm. where when it's gray, your eyes kind of go a little sunken in. Mm -hmm. And it happens to all of us, but the lack of light throws off, you know, your sleep. And the best research indicates that blue light believe it or not, is superior to other lights in the spectrum of treating depression. And studies recently have shown that blue light can be used at a specific wavelength and frequency and less intensity than full spectrum bright lights uh, to achieve the same kind of effect. And going back in the 90s, when I started opening up my health clubs, I had full spectrum lighting and it was the new thing and the lights literally would heat up you you turn on the lights at my health clubs and they'd heat up and slowly get bright and it's called full spectrum lighting and they were quite expensive at the time you know to to basically uh, light you know 10 20,000 square feet of a health club but it works and now they sell these portable things even on Amazon or whatever um, light therapy for mm-hmm. depression.
0: I've used them before. I will we get through the winter. <laughs> yeah.
1: You know, and, and you know, let's be real. Sometimes people will even go to tanning. And I know that I've mentioned on the UV rays and uh, A and B and how, you know, they've been linked for years to, um, they can have c- cancer causing effects. But a lot of times people go into them for the light and feel much better afterwards because of that mood and that lack of serotonin and that, you know, that sad, that seasonal depression kind of thing. So these are all great things. um, And I hope that each and every one of you got something out of this. I mean, we've talked about, you know, three different neurotransmitters. We talked about serotonin, how it's that feel-good, mellow kind of neurotransmitters. We talked about the food that Um, could benefit um, from or increasing that. And how L-tryptophan, which is amino acid, um, you get from turkey, you can get in a supplement. That helps produce, uh, helps your body produce more serotonin levels. Um, You can't, you know, you you basically need to help your body produce it through either supplementation or through food. Then we talked about dopamine, that feel-good upper, kind of a high-feeling Um, and, um, you know, I feel like I have a little more of that. We talked about foods that help that. And then physical activity. If you're on a couch and you're a couch potato and you have, you know, mental health issues, it's only going to make it worse.
0: Even if you don't have mental health issues. Even if you don't.
1: Even if you don't. I mean, I mean, you even, you're so sensitive to the light. You're like, babe, it's dark in this house. I mean you're always like let's let's turn on the more lights so you may as I mentioned before everybody's different everybody has different levels of these neurotransmitters that's what makes us unique one of a kind individual god given and made but we can enhance the quality of our lives through eating good and through exercising and that's what I've been promoting golly, for the last 35 years, uh, doing television and and radio and now these podcasts. So I hope that this information will help you or you share this with a family member, because, you know, there's nothing better. Knowledge is power. And um, babe, how can people reach us?
0: You can send us all your questions to peter at peternielsen dot com or through your social media accounts. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. It's uh, Peter and Nielsen.
1: You know, and if you do have from any one of these uh, podcasts, if you did did get news you could use, and you want to share your story, your testimony, I love we love to hear from you. Peter at peternielsen dot com. Love to invite you on a podcast, Um, you know. So just, um, again, we have the ability, we have the access to living our best life. But many of us, you know, I always say, and it's not even our fault, and I say this coming from a source of love, we are nutritionally illiterate because We basically are taught in school more about mathematics and social studies and science, which are important, but in my opinion, not nearly as important as essential fatty acids and cholesterol and macronutrients and protein, the building block to muscle and calories and the importance of minerals and vitamins and water. Um, These are all things, many of us take care of our automobiles better than we do our bodies. So I hope this provokes your spirit to just uh, move forward and uh, take action. Um, We live in a sick care system, not a health care system, and we need to do better. It's not about taking a pill and going to Dr. Kildare and just getting a prescription. Please do not get me wrong. A lot of my best friends, dearest friends or doctors, I wouldn't be here without them. There's a but. But you should take control and accountability of your own darn body and try a holistic approach of God-given nutrients, minerals, food, activity, exercise, before you go down the road of just trusting somebody and giving you prescription after prescription, because remember this, for every purchase in life, there's a cost. I hope that you and your family have an amazing week, and until then, Joyce and I say God bless you, and keep moving forward. Keep dreaming. Keep believing. I'm Peter Nielsen and Joyce Nielsen for Living Your Purpose.